0: tiny things that make a big difference in a local church and why parents don't send their kids to the kids program on Sundays. Coming up on the Better Sundays podcast. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast. Focus, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. All right, greetings, greetings, greetings. This is Mike Holmes here at the Better Sundays Podcast. I really wanted to start this out with a different set of three words. I was going to say details, 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 because folks, it is tiny little details that make a huge difference in your local church, and we're going to talk about that coming up here on this episode. So thank you very much for being with us. This is Mike Holmes from the Sinclair Baptist Church and the Keep Ministry, uh, doing some training for you, helping you out, whether you're listening on a podcast or you're watching this on our YouTube channel. Uh, We're just glad that you are here. We've been wrestling with technical stuff all week long with our conference and a lot of different things, and I'm tired of wrestling and ready to minister and ready to to help you out, and I enjoy talking to you. And this week, we had an interesting question. It came up, and we're going to cover that in our Ask Mike segment in just a little bit. Why parents uh, don't send their kids, uh, you know, their, their kids just sit with them in a service, and why they don't send the kids off to, uh, in, in our case, or it would be maybe a junior church is what you would call it. We have actually Sunday school during church uh, for our children, but why parents let their kids just sit with them, and uh, what are some of the, the downsides and upsides to that as well. Uh, so we're going to cover that, but we're really going to be diving into the uh, this idea of the shopkeeper and the shopkeeper is someone that works those details 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 I've envisioned and tried to paint this picture for you in our podcast of a, uh, you know, is a church a business? Is it not a business? And I've kind of painted the picture of the old fashioned shopkeeper, you know, being out there and sweeping his front porch and making sure all his cans of lard and flour sacks were lined up and all that. And that's where we want to go. We believe the church is a business in that sense. To an outsider, when they come into your store, whatever, you know, and you wouldn't call it a store but when they come in it's the same as them coming into a store for the very first time and they're going to notice things and they're going to notice if you have the the products they're looking for okay that's a very obvious thing you wouldn't go to a shoe store looking for an axe handle uh you know back in the old day so this idea of are we do we have what they want and are we providing solutions is a portion of it. Now, but believe me, I know the local church is its own unique organism. It is the, it is something that Christ loved. I mean, it's something that he gave his life for and, and, and uh, it's, it's just a unique situation. But for outsiders who are not yet there, we've got to have a different... In other words, they come in with a different view. And it's not that, that we have to change and adapt for them. I mean, we're we are really the body of believers. But they are paying attention. And so we can pay attention to details that are important. And all of us pay attention to these details all the time anyway. And so I want to go through and give you some... Uh, very important things, some details, tiny little things that will make a huge difference. Uh, whether you're going to have people recome, uh, recover what's the word? Uh, come back to church uh, with uh, you know the next week and the next week, and then thus be able to fulfill that portion of the Great Commission. Uh, we want to preach the gospel. We want to lead them to Christ, and then we want to make disciples. We want to give them uh, a chance to you know and show them how to be a follower of Christ. Show them how to to move forward. So that's what we're going to cover today. So anyway, so glad that you're here. Again, this is on YouTube. This is also on a podcast. Uh, and if you are on either one of those, we appreciate it. if you take time to, you know, hit the share button or give us a five-star review. If it's a podcast thing, we appreciate that. Uh, especially on YouTube, it's very easy to hit that little thumbs up button. And uh, if you do that right now, one, two, three. Go. Cool. Uh, I appreciate, appreciate that. Uh, appreciate that so much. That's always a helpful thing. And of course, uh, so if this is helpful for you, make sure you subscribe. Uh, and, pass, and, and get this out because we really want to help churches ar- around the country. If you are a Bible-believing, conservative, fundamental, old-fashioned kind of church, like like we're here to change our community, we're here to reach the world, we're here to, to go get them. And you may not call yourself, uh, you know, you may have a different name. There's lots of different names for churches, put it this way, and lots of different attributes of a church. But if this appeals to you, then we're here for you to help you reach the world, okay? Your little chunk of the world. So, all right, let's talk about the details, details, details that need to happen. And the the first one I wrote down has to do with what I call, and and there's not in any order of this. And and by the way, this is sort of goes along with this idea that we covered back in uh, uh, episode number 11 in season two, should church be comfortable Okay. Should church be comfortable? And boy, we get a lot of pushback on that question. You know, no, we don't need to make it all comfortable. You know, we need to, you know, afflict, let's see, I forget what that terminology is, you know, uh, preach it hard, you know, and that type of stuff. And I understand, completely understand that we need to give uh, the gospel, let the Holy Spirit do the convicting. Uh, But as far as like, should church be uncomfortable, might be the flip side. I mean, do you want to sit in a pew that's not comfortable? In fact, not too long ago, we're going to talk about creature comforts here in a moment. I was at a church and the pews were only like about this wide where you sat. And so at least for my shape of my body, I'm not sure about yours, but it didn't really support all of my thigh and my leg was kind of hanging off. And it's like, were these pews built by aliens or are they built by midgets or were they built by somebody? I have no idea, but it was not comfortable to be there. And I'm, you know, as much as I love the Bible, whatever, it was just like, uh, uh, you know, I mean, it's not comfortable. That affects things. It certainly does. And people don't want to sit for, you know, an hour and a half sermon on a very uncomfortable pew. So let's jump into what these things are. Let's talk first of all about what we call family needs. And this idea is the ideas of making things comfortable in the sense for a family. And again, uh, you know, not necessarily compromising the Bible. We're not talking about that, but talking about, But, you know, the idea is, is there something for the kids? I mean, does your church have something for kids? Have you thought about it ahead of time that you're going to do something with the children during the service, during partway through the service, has that been all thought out or it's like all of a sudden now there's kids like oh let's see we got some kids, hey uh, Martha would you like to take the kids out okay, that doesn't cut it with parents parents in this day and age want to know that there's a program yes we have one, it starts here it ends here and it it is something that is age directed in other words it's from kindergarten through 6th grade or it's for you know the toddlers or we have something special for the nursery but is there some that is done there and even if you don't have the staff to do that have you come up with something for the for the children to do a lot of churches have these little activity pages they make and it's sort of just a little uh you know a piece of paper with a little fill in the blank and maybe it has the bible verse for the the sermon that you have and a little you know puzzle they can color or you know something along that line there's all sorts of those available that you can find those um activity sheets and stuff uh you'll be able to find those if you're struggling trying to find those, let me know. Shoot me a note at info at reachkeep.com. And by the way, that's the same place to send your Ask Mike question. If you have a question about your church or why things are happening, or you wonder why people do certain things at different churches, send it to info, I-N-F-O at reachkeep.com, and I'll get those things. So uh, family needs, are are we thinking ahead? Details, details with the family needs. Uh, The idea of a schedule, Uh, Have we thought ahead with the schedule? And this is the part where, like, we would dismiss the kids and they would go over to the thing. Or if you're doing services, uh, uh, longer services or throughout during the week, is it a school night and are you going too long for the children? Because parents who have grumpy kids won't do, again, what made their kids grumpy and so if the kids didn't get a lot of sleep because of a late night activity or a church thing that went later they will tend to not come to that again uh or, or shy away from those the evening side of those uh type of programs so um the other thing is is it, it, it and this one is really kind of hard to grasp but for pastors that are teaching if, or Sunday school teachers, if you're teaching really long. So in other words, you have like an hour Sunday school class and the kids then can't, the teachers are not capable or or not trained enough to be able to keep those kids at full attention for an hour. And so the last 15 minutes, the kids are getting in trouble. There's tension. And so when kids go to back to their parents, they go back out of a tense environment. Like how was, how was Sunday school, honey? It's like, I hate it. Okay. The teacher was yelling at me at the end there. Well it's because it was too long. Same thing with church services and let me just kind of say this in a really nice way. If a parent has children sitting with them and we're going to cover this and ask Mike you know why they sit with the kids but if the kids are sitting there and you speak an hour on an intriguing topic I'm sure and this healthy and good for the people or whatever but The last 15 minutes, those kids are getting really antsy. You know what is going on with the parents? The parents are becoming embarrassed. Embarrassed parents don't come back to church. They're not coming. They're not going to go into. That's why single moms don't go out to church or go out to lunch after church very often. And if you have a ministry where you expect everybody after church to go to a restaurant and and you invite a single mom and she's got two or three kids, uh, likely that she's not going to come. There are better ways to handle that. You can... call me. We'll talk about that. Uh, I don't want to get off on that tangent, but there are a lot of different things that you can do there, but embarrassed parents will not come back to church on a regular basis because their kids were were kicking the pew and someone gave them the look and they're tearing the hymn book and they're getting all active and they're, you know, sit down, we only got a few more minutes, you know, and they're trying to keep that child uh, uh, straight. And that's something to pay attention to the details. And that is, it's not that you can't minister to that family in other ways there are multiple ways to it but i would rather preach you know have two 30 minute chunks you know uh, and think this through pastor there's different ways to do this but have a have a break have a, a music you know do a little bit of your introduction we do this all the time we do the introduction to our message then we make a few announcements and then we, we sing a couple songs and people can stretch their legs to go to the bathroom and then they come back and the intro is already set we've kind of set the tone for it but we've taken about 10 minutes of of, of intro or six or seven minutes of intro created the kind of what the the problem is that we're going to solve in the message but then the message is shorter so the kids are not sitting so long and again becoming embarrassed so it's paying attention to family needs and it's just a simple things of kind of rearranging things a little bit and uh, again there's no compromise to any of that so the details 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 is there something for the kids is the schedule wiping out kids are things going too long and you're creating the embarrassed parent scenario because if you're doing the embarrassed parent scenario uh embarrassed people don't like to come back that's uh uh, what we're, what we're saying here. All right, let's talk about personal needs. So these are kind of the, all the different things that are out there and this has to be, is the, is it, is it air conditioned? Is it heated? Is there water available? Uh, we provide water bottles all, all the time for our church and you can drink water bottles in. Letting people know if they can have coffee, if you do the coffee thing. And by the way, if you'd like to know more about refreshments in church, uh, that was season one, episode 10, season one, episode 10. Great little uh, thing we did on, you know, should you have refreshments in church and kind of where and how to draw some lines on some of that. Um, but if they're going to have coffee, if you can have refreshments in the service, how, you know, can you have them in? There or not? I mean, just letting people know, and it's sort of those little creature comforts that are out there asking those kind of questions. uh I, The chairs are they comfortable? And again, I mentioned a pew that was extremely uh, uncomfortable. The padded pews, all the all that kind of stuff. Paying attention to all that kind of stuff. We we're in a high altitude area. We're at about seven thousand feet, so water is a really important thing to have in this day and age and our altitude so we make sure that we have plenty of, of water available and that they know they can have a water bottle in there and i actually have one a couple of them up front and i take uh i drink through a couple of water bottles during during the entire sunday morning so um making sure the personal needs are are kind of there making sure you've got that so um i again these are details taking time to think through the whole thing and of course there's spiritual needs okay the spiritual needs of of people you know where where they are going and and how they can take that that next step and how they can respond and, and letting them know that your, here's my email address. You can contact me here. Here is my, uh, here's, here's my cell number. If you do that, you know, uh, text me if you have a question on our prayer card, on the bottom of our connection card. If you have something special, I'd like to talk to the pastor, uh, letting them know. So letting them know the the details, little ways of letting people know that they can talk, After church, I will be standing right over here. If you have a question about a Bible verse, you can come talk to me about that, and and I I will help you out. So letting people know how they can move forward with spiritual needs and all those little tiny things. You ought to announce your email address regularly, and that's a tiny little detail, but it will let people know that you are there. So... All right, those were the details, details, details. Every church needs lots of little details, paying attention to all the little things. And we've talked about decoration, we've talked about timing, talked about all sorts of details in many areas, but these are are the ones here that have to do with sort of the family needs and personal needs, making sure that people are comfortable and and know. Uh, And boy, I always announce this too. Our service lasts about an hour. You know, we're gonna start here, we're gonna end here. We're gonna take a break in about 10 minutes. We're gonna take a break. People love that especially parents that have kids in a nursery or kids program. They want to go check on their kid. If they're, if you have a lot of new time, new, new timers, new people, the first timers, if you have first time guests, okay, they're going to want to check where people go to the nursery all the time. They peek in the nursery. We have glass windows. They can see if their kids all right. They come back out and that's a creature comfort. That's very, very important. So, all right. Hey, let's jump into ad. Mike. We need a little uh, drum roll, kind of a thing for this. Um, get a lot of different questions uh, from people we talk to um, on the phone, through our academy, through all the different things that we're involved in, and uh, staff people that I work with at different churches about children, um, different churches I'm speaking at. And one of the questions that comes up, and this one is fairly common, and it is has to do with. Why don't parents send kids to the kids program? So in other words, and this is about like if the children come to church with the parent and they sit next to the parent and the parent has their arm around them or, you know, the kids right there with them the entire time and they don't send the kids off to your awesome junior church that you have prepared and worked so hard for and some of that. And so why is it that they don't do it? Well, <clears throat> the, number, uh, the number one thing is that they, they don't see the value in it, okay? So they don't, they don't understand really what that thing is over there. We understand our children's programs very deeply and all the core values we're teaching and all the great stuff, but we have failed to communicate that to parents in a way that they would see that value and so some of this needs to be throughout the week there needs to be emails that go out there needs to be things that are handed out to the kids so next week we have a big kids thing and we're doing this and the parents go man my kid really needs to go to that they're teaching some really important stuff and they would start to see that value but just because we build it they don't necessarily come this is that that whole concept of of it's out there and it's great but nobody knows it's just like your church it's there it's great we've got the bible we got the word of god we're we're going to lift up these people and help them to have their eternity changed. But if they have no idea what, what goes on in that little building down there, because they've never got an invite, they've never got a, a little card that invited them, they never had a friend tell them, they never saw it on Facebook, they never saw an advertisement, they never saw anything of any level, they don't know. And so parents just don't know what the value is because parents love to send their kids to the things that are valuable. That's why they send them to the soccer practice so they can learn sports ethics and uh, they socialize with those kids. They, you know, they have all of those kind of things that they send their kids to all the time, but that value has been presented to them through, in this case, like sports would be through the public school system or, or whatever it happens to be. I'm amazed in our little town. We, we are a very small town, but we have like a, um, and I, for, for lack of a better word, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's like a ballet studio and the kids go there and girls primarily, I think, and they learn to dance and wear the little things and twirl around on their toes and all that. And parents like send their kids to that all the time. And they have like these little recital I don't think it's the right word, but a little program at Christmas time in that. And they do the, you know, the nutcracker little dances and the kids are out there, you know, spinning around. And I'm talking about kids like really young and then, you know, clear up. And I'm sure they lose them as they get into high school, just like every program, kids start to get a little bit more independent and kind of go their own direction. But parents send their kids to this all the time because they perceive value, the value of their kid learning coordination, the value of their kid learning instruction the value of their kid uh you know uh you know getting some type of refinement i guess you know um we have in our community also a uh a a guy that has promoted the catholic has a um I And I think it's Catholic. Maybe it's not. It's the, the demolay thing or whatever. But it's the idea of these kids get to, uh, these boys, young men, uh, go to these things. And it, it helps them build characters, kind of like what boy, boy Scouts used to be. And we have a guy that's gone around promoting, promoted. And he's got a bunch of kids that go into this uh, particular uh, program. And it was like an amazing... Uh, you know, amount of kids is like, hey, I've been trying to get that kid come church. And and now he's off doing this thing with, you know, some other denomination. I was, you know, like, but why? Because it's really organized. And I saw one of their brochures, and it was really sharp. And it's like, I need to work on this stuff. I need to get better at this stuff. So the idea of letting parents know what is going on, they don't see the value. And then I I wrote this down, they they don't see the, the easy step to to get their kids, you know, into the program. And it's not only do they not see it, but it's not an easy step to make. In other words, sometimes you can see the step. It's like, for for example, <clears throat> to sign up your kid in, say, the, the ballet thing. Say it costs a lot. Um, it's like, hey, here's the step to get your kid into ballet. You sign them up for 450 bucks. So parents are like, Whoa, that's a lot of money. But I'll bet you at the at the ballet place that the kids come and the first lesson is free. And parents can stay and observe. So we have often at our Sunday school, we have a setup where parents can come and observe the kids. And they can take the kids in there. And so the p- parents are going to a kids program and getting to sit in the back and watch your kids have fun. And that makes it, not only is that step easy, okay, but it's it's a, they can see what it is because you promote it and you have a special day where the parents, you know, get to go with the kids and do that. And then it is an easy step. It is not like signing them up for a $450 uh, type of program. So the, I guess what I'm just saying is here, the value needs to be seen if you're going to, for parents to get their kids into the program. And not just assumed. We assume that they should know that their kids need character and Bible training and some of that. But it also needs to be kind of a, a step that is observable. In other words, it's well informed of what is coming up. And that that step then is a small step. It is not a gigantic step of, of huge commitment or whatever. So important things here. If we want to get kids into our programs, we've got to think some of these things through if you need some more training or some more thoughts on that, or like to just discuss things, we are here and available for you. We have our Reach Keep Academy, and it is a uh, just a great training, uh, monthly training program that we put churches through. And if you're interested in it, again, just shoot me a note at info at reachkeep.com, and we will help you out. So anyway, this is Mike here at the Better Sundays podcast and just finishing up with our little Ask Mike segment. So glad that you could join us. And we're looking forward to seeing you next week as always uh, you make sure that you continue to serve the lord with gladness and make sure that you enter into his gates with thanksgiving and when you're done doing that make sure you hit the like button and uh, subscribe and share all this stuff with a friend so god bless and we will see you next week